You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Monday, Monday. Here we are for another big show. Badge and Sats after a huge weekend. Uh, welcome, listeners. Welcome, Scotty Sattler, mate. How are you going? I'm good, Badge. I'm really good. A uh, couple of Queensland teams going really, really well. Uh, one that is struggling uh, mm. badly. And, of course, some controversy over the weekend. Uh, but I think across the board, and I'm talking about the New Zealand Warriors and the Cronulla game, everyone agreed that the right decision was made by the referee. Oh, not quite. Not quite. I don't completely agree, but uh, we'll... Discuss that later on. We're talking about a send-off and a mm-hmm. sin bin and plenty that happened there. And a couple of the big guns um, had, uh, had, well, certainly the Storm had a win. Pa- Penrith finally saw your side. I think that's the loss they need to have. A bit of a, I think it's 21. bit of a wake-up 21 there. home wins. Yeah. Broken. But a bit of a wake-up there. The Parramatta Eels got them. And, uh, yeah, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from the Broncos and the Cowboys. That's, so mm. it's nice because it's been a while. Well, they come last year. 14th and 15th or something. Well, the worst defensive side in the competition, yeah. the Cowboys, last year. So things are improving there, yeah. Titans on uh, on struggles, Struggle Street. Hey, we're going to have a chat with uh, one of the young t- uh, Cowboys stars, Reuben Cotter. A uh, bit of a rap on him. Being mentioned with Origin squads as well. Yeah. Reuben Cotter for yes. Queensland. And, and he's got a couple of teammates in the same position. You know, I'm not sure that he's ready to go this year. You never know. But I reckon he's got uh, Moraine written all he's over. He's a great story, Reuben Cotter. Had two or three knee reconstructions. He's only 22 As years As a young age. didn't he? Yeah. yeah, three knee reconstructions. To be able to come back from that, not only start playing in the Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup, but also make it back into the NRL. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, very good. So we'll catch up with him him soon. We'll, uh, Chris Nelson from the uh, from Queensland Racing will give us an update, everything that's going on there. What a wet week uh, we're in for on the tracks so all around southeast Queensland for sure and other parts of the state. Uh, and on that note, we'll get an update. We'll uh, we'll find out what's going on from the Bureau of Meteor- Meteorology. Who have we got there, Rook? Who have we lined up? His name's Brian. He's Brian's just, one of the. He's um, one of those people who's just got one name. Yes. Yeah, he's like Pele yeah, or right. Maradona. Ma- Brian or, or Madonna. <laughs> he's Brian. Anyway, we'll find so more, is his more wife. out about the life. Yes, so <laughs> is his wife. So the life of Brian. We're going to have a chat with him a little bit later on. Kia Top Seven and plenty more. And you can get hold of us anytime you want by by the text line. 0457-736-736 or get us on Twitter at SportsDayQLD. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Radio Scotty Sattler. Apparently there were some crazy results over the weekend, but that's put in here by our, uh, our producer, Rook for today. Oh, I think it was great. I got six out of eight, so I was pretty happy. But <laughs> Mate, some people I didn't. were struggling. That's why I put it in there. You all, str- you all got four. 
Oh, plus mm. your um, lock. Plus your lock. But, yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, but for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, there were – well, we mentioned the Panthers getting beaten by the Eels. What was the other crazy result? I don't know what you're talking about. I had none from three on Friday night. Well, mm. well the Broncos upset. The Rabbitohs. Ra- was that such an upset? And in hindsight, I'm I, not so sure. I think, yeah, I'm thinking in hindsight, it's not, I'm not so sure. I think you're just expecting – everyone's expecting South Sydney to come good. And they are so different without Adam Reynolds and Dane Gagai and Jaden Sue. I think Dane Gagai and Jaden Sue, I think everyone's underestimating the effect they had on that side as well. So, But in hindsight now, we've started to see this emergence of these young Broncos players that have now got 40, 50 NRL games under their belt. They're yep. starting to get used to playing week in, week out NRL and have some responsibilities. So. I think Adam Reynolds is a huge difference for them. They've got some leadership. You know, they, they've had these young lads around. I haven't really had any great leaders. And Reynolds and, and Kurt Capewell have really added that. So there's some uh, calmness in actually, their game. Actually enjoyable to watch. I, I, they, were, they were almost done. A bit like the Raiders up until last week. And you know, it still wasn't a great game against the Bulldogs. But some teams, I just don't really enjoy watching the mm. way they play because it's all stop starting all over the place. Well, the Broncos are getting a bit of... Um, a bit more fluid now with the way they're going. As are, as we mentioned before, the uh, the Cowboys going great. So that's what about that um, that uh, obstruction ruling for the Cowboys? Now I love this because your you know, your mate Todd Payton has they've won the game mm. and he's spoken to you. Now if, if they'd lost the game, it sounds like sour grapes. That's not the case. But they had a try taken off them for an obstruction. Lachlan Fitzgibbon on Jeremiah uh, Nanai, Nanai yeah. and it was just never. The way the rule – it was never an obstruction. I know. Fitzgibbon really you know, came off his line. Do you know what? The one thing that I can do uh, – the one thing that I can support the NRL on is they're being consistent and consistently bad on a number of occasions. <laughs> but at least they're being – They get it wrong all the time. At least no, they're being they consistent. So, But there are so many moving places, pieces in the rugby league game that you've got to look at each scenario for for what it's worth. And yeah. The one you're talking about, Jeremiah and I pushes up like he's going to get the ball. Lachlan Fitzgibbon comes from the outside and thinks, well, he's going to get the ball. I'm going to tackle him on suspicion. Jason Tamalala gets the ball around the back, scores a try. No try. But, but in the game, Jeremiah and I is a, a legitimate option. Yeah. And Lachlan Fitzgibbon makes a decision. So, yeah, it was the wrong decision. But in saying that, Graham Annesley can say, well, I can show you 20 of those this year already, and we've made the same call. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah. And I, I don't think it's I'm right. I'm not so sure. I don't think it's right, but not so sure. they're consistently bad at the moment. A um, few other things. The the Eels, really good result over the Panthers. That, uh, Dylan Brown back to 5'8". Was that the, the difference, do you think? Was that, it was, but I think, was you know, a determined effort, putting it? him in the centres was a necessity because they had a lot of injuries. Mm. They didn't have any centres to put out there, centres that have that experienced in the position. He was the right one athletically. And for more reports, he had said to to Brad Arthur, listen, if you need to put me out there, I'm happy to because we've got Jake to go at 5'8". Yep. But going in the centres probably gave him a really good education into when he goes back into the sixth jersey, when's the right time to get the ball in centre, when's the wrong time to get the ball in centre. He's outstanding. He's he's probably been the most improved player for me in in 2022 from previous years. Yeah, he's been yeah. really good. We've kind of been waiting for him to, to break out. On that game, your mate, Steve Murphy. Assistant did coach. Did? The assistant coach, see yeah. what he did? Yeah. Do you ran, reckon he, reckon he ran across the front of the goalpost. As, now, it wouldn't have been a complaint if the goal had gone over. Nathan Cleary kicking from out wide. On the sideline, yeah. On the sideline, and Steve Murphy runs across. You're just probably oblivious to what's going on. Totally Shouldn't oblivious. Be. But uh, they're saying they'll, they'll, they'll get – he or they will get a fine at least and uh, 
a big slap on the wrist. Me laugh. Because Cleary missed. And, of course, that would have – I think that would have leveled the scores. It would have leveled the scores 22-all. And oh, is that right or was it a bit earlier? Do you know what makes me laugh, but What makes me laugh is that Nathan Cleary was – Total talk about the word oblivious. He would have been totally oblivious that this is all happening. Yeah. Because as a goal kicker, you're focused on one thing. Yeah. Which is the back of the ball. Where am I going to strike the ball? And when he kicks the ball and hits the post and misses, he would have been none the wiser that, that a trainer ran in front of the goalposts. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a storm in a teacup. Yes, he has. He's broken protocol. He's broken the rules, and they probably need to get a fine. But don't come at me with they deserve another kick or yeah. whatever it may be. Now. Uh, the Sharks and Warriors game yesterday afternoon, we called this. Uh, and there was a couple of, and the Sharks did extremely well. They were down to 12 men, down to 11 men at one stage. Uh, the, fir- the first thing was in the 17th, 18th minute, uh, this happened. Now, out of acting. Oh, it's oh, a send off. Oh, Reece Walsh on Kennedy. He's it was, go. It looked dramatic, but I don't think it was that bad. He'll go to the sin bin, I think. Oh, I think he would have had to send him. He's gone. He sent him off. That. And then now people will complain and say, oh, it's 13 on 12. Well, that's what—that's the consequences yep. of a really dangerous, careless, reckless tackle yep. from Will Kennedy. He and shouldn't be team. blowing up. He should be blowing up at himself. Did you get that right? I think they got it right. Yep. In in the current age, I've, I've read some comments from people saying that was a sent-off 30 years ago. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was a reaction from Will Kennedy, and he gets wrong-footed, and Reese Walsh gets really hung up a good old-fashioned yeah, it could have done a lot of damage. It? Absolutely. Fortunately, he didn't. So the game has always said any contact with the head will be a sin bin or send off Direct fence. contact so, to the head like that has to be heavy. Now, I think everyone agrees that it was the right decision. Midway through the second half, his teammate, so they're down to 12 men, hanging on, and his teammate, Jesse Ramian, comes up with this. There's oh. a tackle from Jesse Ramian. Has ironed out Ewan Aitken, who hasn't moved. In fact... Oh, Toro tackle He's of the year nominee. Sitting up. Wow. He comes in from his left-hand side. Oh, his oh, shoulder's shoulder got him. Right in the, on the head. And he's, so he's definitely got to go for a HIA and Aiken, and that is going to cost him some time. Yeah, and it is going to cost him, uh, Ramian, three to four weeks. At the time, and I still believe it, Sats, if Kennedy wasn't sent off, Ramian would have been. Absolutely. Now, Kennedy's looking at two weeks for a send-off. Ramian's looking at three weeks yeah. for a sin bin and on report. I agree with you. I think it was worse than Kennedy's. Yep. Because, again, Badge, oh, you and I talk about this quite often off air and even on air. I look at what other option the tackle had. Now, Will Kennedy had two options. Do what he did, which is a reflex, or don't make an attempt at all. And Reese Walsh makes a break and possibly scores. Jesse Ramian had the entire body to aim at mm. and just when decided not to bend his back. I, I'm not bagging the ref on this because I reckon I would have done the same thing. But if he did what he should have done and sent him off, they would have been down to 11 and I reckon they would have lost. Mm. If you, can you win with 11 men against 13 for the last 25 minutes? I don't think so. You're playing against but the Warriors. I, I say, yes, he can win with 11 yeah, men. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's in the back of his mind, the ref. What? Yeah. I don't even know who he was. I'm, I'm Steve, I mean... Mark Braybrook mentioned his name a couple of times. I just do not pay attention to the refs. Mm. He di- he didn't. I would have done the same because he would have been hounded down. They would have been blowing up today. You've sent two men off. You can't do it. Uh, so he so he, he put Raymond in the sin bin, and they managed to hang on. But um, I reckon there's be there'd be some people, maybe Warriors fans, who weren't happy with that. Zero, Tell four, you what five, was seven. frustrating if you're a Warriors fan that there was a stage there for ten minutes when you're down to eleven. The opposition was down to eleven, 
and you can't score Still a point. Still didn't score in that second and half. And when they had 12 men, did they? They were getting overlapped and mm. having tries scored against them. It's embarrassing. Yep. Mm. All right, um, that's our NRL update. Polaris has shiploads of vehicles arriving every month. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Sports Day, Sports Update. The Pharmacy Sleep Services, test yourself for sleep apnea. Um, before we get to a bit of AFL stats, uh, you you were pretty excited about the uh, three Trebojevic brothers starting for the first time. It was good. It was just a good feel story. I think what was great is that Ben Trebojevic, the younger of the three, there's another brother as well, um, he scored two tries, had a try assist. Yeah. When he first scored his first try, the excitement of Jake and Tom coming over to celebrate, although it was really touching, going back to the, the Mortimer days and the Hughes days with the Bulldogs. Mm. But after the game, the interview with the three of them, and you could tell how important it meant to Jake. Mate, I just want to say, it was just, it was just a, it was a nice <laughs> moment today. Like, I was finding it hard before the game. I was getting a bit emotional when um, we are all starting together and seeing how proud our mum and dad were playing here at... Um, uh, Brookvale, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool and um, just very, very proud, you know, very, very proud of Ben. You know, there's a fourth brother, Luke. Yeah, there is, yeah. But mm. I saw a photo of what? him that says non playing brother Luke. Mm. So I think he plays the piano gonna, or something. We're not going to see. He'd that. probably be outstanding at whatever he yeah, does as well. They're a beautiful family. Beautiful family. Uh, now, the Gold Coast Suns had a win over the Swans. So that's both of the Queensland sides in the last couple of weeks. That was Lions the, had a uh, massive win over the West Coast Eagles, but the Suns being the Swans at the SCG, I watched. The last couple of quarters of this, it was a, it was a really good game. The last sort of five or ten minutes, they're able to sort of creep away a little bit. It was a good win. Mm, and mm. they're heading to uh, to Ballarat to play the Bulldogs on May 21. If you're keen to go that far, tickets are on sale at ticketmaster.com.au. And UFC, um, they're calling this the best face kick of all time. Front kick to the face. Yeah, That's Michael Chandler. The Rook put this in. Michael Chandler KO'd Tony Ferguson. And yeah. if you haven't seen it, just go to YouTube and click in UFC Chandler versus Ferguson. It is sickening. Sickening. Yeah, yeah it's pretty heavy stuff. Mm. Good night. Righto. Pharmacy sleep service is always tired. Visit your local pharmacy and test yourself for sleep. Apnea Tony Ferguson might want to do that. That's This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The biggest moments from the weekend in sport. For the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, there's plenty of them over the weekend. A couple of of upsets as well. A couple of really big wins. But uh, if you're a Swannies fan... Not a good weekend, but if you're a Suns fan, a great win away from home at the SCG by the Gold Coast side. Nearly a chance for Joel. Casbolts gives it everything, and the Suns are going to do it again at the SCG. They love this joint. Yes. 75-61, it was a good win. There you go, yeah. Mm. It's set, the, uh, set the Swans back, hasn't it, the last couple of weeks. Number six, the Sydney Kings were two. This is the uh, NBL final series, game two. They won the first one. And got up as well in the second one. The Sydney Kings over the Jack Jumpers. Clark, hesitation move. Now with Krislevic, double team. They've got to get a shot off. Vasilovic makes the big three, pumps the chest, and that's a four-point margin, and they're almost home. Adams will shoot from a long way out and miss. But Sydney Kings with a famous victory here in Tasmania. 
I think the Jack Jumpers led the first all three quarters. They did, yeah. And then uh, they came up over the top. Uh, so now two nil in the best of five series. Cam Luke, the caller there, did his voice break? <laughs> Mid call then? I'm not quite sure. What? Only fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Expect it. Yeah. If you if you're imagining Cam Luke, he's like the guy out of the Mad Comic, isn't he? He's too. Yeah. Black rim glasses. What's his name? Skinny uh, head. The guy Edward Albert E. Newman. Albert E. Newman. Yeah, you're right. At number five in the Kia Top 7, North Queensland Cowboys. They moved to third on the NRL ladder with a tremendous uh, win over the weekend. Oh, yes, Again. it does. He thinks he scored. So does the referee. And at full time here at Queensland Country Bank Stadium, it's the Cowboys 36, the Knights 16. Weren't at their best, but still did enough to, to pull away from the Knights. Shows the Knights aren't doing great. Mm. Are they? Where are the Knights way down Oh, the bottom of the ladder. Yep. Who would have thunk it? Number four, Parramatta. This was a magnificent win considering the Panthers hadn't lost in a long time, hadn't lost at home for about a year or so or more. Here comes a Moses skyscraper. Oh, maybe not. Maybe a small apartment block perhaps. Oh, it's bounced away. Brown's picked it up. Dylan Brown will score. Wow. Oh, they didn't make a play at the kick. There's funny footage, actually, when he gets the ball and he's running towards a trial line. He's got a big smile on his face. And he looks to his left and sees Brian Toto arriving. The facial expression changes. Very serious. Within a blink. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> oh, win. No. Oh, no. You're just looking for any reason to push a button. <laughs> he does. Right? He, he loves, loves it. Hey? Loves yeah. You're pushing my buttons, mate. <laughs> Stay away from there. <laughs> Number three in the Kia Top 7. They had a home game, the Bunnies. They, uh, they hosted... Adam Reynolds returning home. There's a lot of sledging before the kickoff, but it was Adam Reynolds that returned to, to Horney's old side. Now Carrigan's got the ball in two hands. He oh, was a flare pass. Back inside to Reynolds. Who else? Wow. Oh, under the black dot. Little Reggie Rabbit. And he sprints to the crowd and says, yeah, we love that. He was good. He was great. He sure was mm. for the Broncos. And uh, they beat the Sharks last week, the Broncos. Number two, the Sharks, uh, they were in total control. And it was Nico Hines that led the way against the Warriors, despite... Uh, despite this happening early in the first oh, half. Out of acting. Oh, it's oh, a send-off. On Reece Walsh, on Kennedy. He's got to go. It looked dramatic, but I don't think it was that bad. He'll go to the sin bin, oh, I think. I think he would have had to send him. He's gone. He sent him off. That. And then now people will complain and say, oh, it's 13 on 12. Well, that's what. That's the consequences yep. of a really dangerous, careless, reckless tackle yep. from Will Kennedy. He and shouldn't be blowing up. He should be blowing up at himself. You know, to Reese Walsh was critic, he didn't lay on the ground. He got yep. up straight off bat. The send-off was a right, Can't the right decision. Will Kennedy at the time, he was he didn't think it was. Of course he didn't, but I really would have sat in the sheds for five minutes and gone, what have I done? What about our mate Mark Bradwell calling the game? Ah, oh, it's a 10-minute 10-minute ten 10-minute ben. Yeah. yeah. Former referee. What? He's a former referee as well, yeah. Oh, no wonder we're exactly. in trouble. Uh, number one in the Kia top seven, the Storm. Well, they just keep marching on. Big win over the Dragons in Melbourne. They've scored the most amount of points Ever after nine rounds, I think it dated back to the thirties. Dated the yeah, Roosters with the Roosters, but it came at a cost with injuries to key players, Remus Smith, and also their fullback. Trick pass, and now Pappenhausen somehow finding the energy. Stop. How's this try on one leg from Pap? Yeah, he was. Yeah, good. but he pulled up he with good. a sore hammy then, didn't he? And he, of course, he had a knee problem. He's got an ankle injury. And it was pretty jovial after the game when he said, "It gives me a chance to." To fix get up a few them. of these niggles. <laughs> to get over all yeah. of them, and they're in a pretty good place at the moment. They've got a lot of fullback replacements as well. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Back soon with a, an interview with a North Queensland Cowboys player. 
Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Time for us to catch up with a, uh, an NRL player, a uh, budding star in Reuben Cotter from the North Queensland Cowboys. He's also an Indigenous All-Star and uh, he's going along fine, just like the rest of his side at the moment. Ruben, uh, good to have you on the line, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for having us, eh? Yes, mate. Um, Serena boy. Um, geez, we know some good players from Serena, Scotty Sutler. They're good. They got, some of the best players I've you got to put with. him on the spot, Badge? No, you can. You go, you've got something there for him. Okay. Th- <laughs> this decides whether we continue with the, uh, the interview any further, okay, Ruben? <laughs> From Serena, well, for yeah. those listeners out there, especially in New South Wales, I don't know where Serena is. It's um, just near near Mackay, just south of Mackay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's south correct Mackay, for you. Yeah. You got the first one right. Yep. Yes, Serena Crocs. Name <laughs> three other players that have played in the NRL or State of Origin that come from your area in Serena. Serena. Uh, Scott Sattler. No, I'm not uh, sure. Wendell Sattler. Sattler. Wendell. Uh, Wendell Sattler. Yeah, yeah Wendell is one. Wendell, sorry. Yep. Um, Kevin Campion. Yep. Yep. Two. Uh, and Dale Shearer. Yes. Well, Marty Bell is going to come around and, and knock, kick your front Marty. door in because you didn't mention him <laughs> being a front rower. Oh, you can't forget, you can't forget Marty too. You can't forget. Did you, did, <laughs> you did can't any, forget the great Martin Bella. Did you come across any of those guys in your, uh, in your junior days coming through the grades? Oh, Marty's, Marty's uh, son Ross plays still, doesn't he, with the, uh, the yeah. Cutters? Yeah, yeah, he still plays. Um, I used to play a, bit, play a bit of footy with him. Uh, I came across Kevin Campion um, uh, a few times at, at a few presentations and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Good guy, Campo. He's got skin bo- like tissue. Take you for boxing training. Mm. Now, yeah, he's tough. He's I remember, tough. remember calling you for Channel 9 in the uh, Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup, um, a number of years, Ruben. When you're a number nine, a hooker for the Mackay Carters, you're now running out in the front row. Now, are your days as a hooker pretty much gone, do you think, or...? Oh, I don't know yet. There might be still some days where I'll jump in the nine uh, ahead of me. So uh, just at the moment, I'm, you know, I'm playing in the middle and in the number 10 jersey. Would, wouldn't, would like to be in number 13, but uh, the 10 will do for now. So 95 kilos on a good day. That's after a really good feed at a buffet. <laughs> I want you to take me through yeah. how does the conversation go with Todd Payton when he says for the very first time, hey, Ruben, do you mind playing in the front row? How does that conversation go? Uh, well, he actually didn't tell me. I just sort of, I sort of seen the team list, and I was in the in the ten jersey. Uh, so we, we we had a bit of laugh about it, and I went into his office and I asked him about it, and he just laughed and he said, "Well, if you want the third, and you got to take it up with the big fella." So um, I don't I don't think big big Jace will be um, given the thirteen jerseys that easily. So no. Uh, Eternal after do. You're in esteemed company, you know, one of the all-time greats. Actually, a couple of great players who've actually played front row as well as as hooker. And I know the front row c- role can change, and if you're lock, you're number mm. thirteen, all right. But um, but the great yeah. Noel Kelly in the team of the century from Ipswich, Ned Kelly was a a front rower uh, and a hooker at different times. And Mario Fennick did it as well. He Mario did, yeah. was a big a big hooker too, wasn't he? So um, yeah, you're not on your own yeah. there, Ruben. But great to see. And you've got to be tough to be able to. Uh, to do that, I reckon you're, you're probably crazier in the old days if you packed in. Did you ever have to pack into scrums as a hooker when they were actually hooking uh, for the ball? Nah, that was that was um, before my time. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm glad they I'm glad they stopped it. Like, 
Yeah, I'll tell you that much. crazy stuff. Just lock <laughs> your arms in, and everyone started uh, swinging punches. Mate, you must be you must be yeah. proud with how the so- the side's going. Probably um, better at this stage than expected from people on the outside. Um, but what about from the in- inside the camp? Is are you about where you where you thought you'd be up in third spot at the moment? Uh, yeah, we we sort of we had expectations early on uh, during the preseason uh, to be winning as many games as we could, and uh, I feel like we. You know, we've we've been working for it for a long time now, and uh, over the past few years, it's you know it hasn't paid off. But now it's just it, we're starting to you know string a few wins together, and it's it's uh, good to see. I'm glad that Toddy Payton's going well because he's a he's a tremendous guy, and I know for a fact he's a tremendous coach as well. So at the after nine rounds, sitting third is. I'm really glad to see that uh, he, he proved me wrong in relation to where the Cowboys would be at this well, time of year. Well, you said they'd be last. Ruben, so. Yeah, you did. But you ranked 16th, Ruben. Let's, let's, <laughs> hang move, on. let's move hang on from on. that comment, okay? <laughs> it's one of those things, yeah, you know, yeah. the reverse psychology. I, I, they're going to come last oh, this year. Oh, please. But, yeah. but, um, yeah, we, we, proved, we proved a lot of naysayers wrong at the moment, so it's we just got to keep on doing it. Yeah, you do. You do. Now, rank 16th in 2021 in most of the defensive statistics. So, second so far in 2022 when it comes to defence. What changed over the off-season? Um, well, well, obviously, Toddy had uh, a lot to do with it and our, and our defensive coach, Dean Young, as well. Uh, he, you know, we, were do, we were tackling every day uh, in the preseason. It was the most physical and toughest um, preseason I've ever had. Um, we, you know, we. I think Scotty Drinkwater spoke about it last week about how many tries it took uh, teams, uh, how many how many tackles it took teams um, to score tries, uh, and we were ranked. We, I think we were like five tackles and teams that scored tries. So we wanted to bring that as as close to you know like the Penriths and the Melbourne Storm, and I think they were you know 15 players uh, per try. Uh, so. You know, we tackled every day, and whether it was out in the field or uh, on the mat, um, and we've done a lot of uh, wrestle stuff as well. So that certainly helped us, and I think we're a lot more resilient now for it. So, Do you know where yeah. you're at now as far as how many tackles you can resist before the other side scores? A lot more than, lot more than five, uh, I suppose. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot more than five. I think, you know, we're, we're up there. Uh, the weekend wouldn't have helped us, but, um, yeah, no, we're, we're up there a lot. A lot mm. closer to Penrith now, so it's something we're happy with. Right, well, Ruben, we uh, we really appreciate your your time on Sports Day, mate, and uh, great to see you going great guns. Yeah, you're going great. Cowboys uh, heading in the right direction, and uh, yeah, thanks again, mate. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot, fellas. Thanks for having me. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Well, we've covered plenty tonight, Sats, but uh, not a lot of racing and the man that's got his finger on the pulse. Everything going on uh, with Queensland Racing is Chris Nelson. G'day, Chris. How are you? Going well, thanks, uh, Badge. Good evening to you. Good evening, Seth. And, of course, the uh, the tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge, mate. Uh, what's the uh, What was the go on the weekends? And uh, we didn't get too much rain. I know there's a lot ahead of us, but uh, the Gold Coast, uh, how'd we go there? Yeah, we did all right. I mean, it was a really good day's racing. Of course, we saw Zaki uh, return to uh, Queensland and, and win the race. Gee, he was in a he was in a funny old mood, Zaki. He uh, he wanted to buck jump out of the mounting yard. He certainly uh, knew he was the best horse in the race. He had a bit of an attitude, and 
interesting story. J-Max said he got a little bit of a bump early on, which he could have done without. And then he wanted to sort of uh, race fiercely. But he had a, a white, and you'll see it on the video replay, there's a white bird flies in front of the horse. And it seems to just back him off a little bit and calm him down. And J-Max said if he, hadn't, if he hadn't have backed off, he would have gone way too hard. And he probably would have been a sitting shot in the straight. So mm. fortunately, that bird sort of took the edge off him. And he was able to stroll along and hold them off. But look, he didn't really handle that gluey track at the Gold Coast, but his, his class got him through and he'll be a much better place to Doombin uh, Saturday week in the Doombin Cup. But he was the highlight of the day, of course. Uh, the finish in the Guineas didn't go my way. I'm surprised I haven't heard from uh, your mate Jason because <laughs> Prince of oh. Boom happened to beat sort of state well, by an eyelash. You know why? I can't believe that. You know why you haven't heard from him? Because he loves why? the Boom horses. He would have been on Prince of Boom. I, all but it over won. It. No, it won. I oh, know. That's why he's feeling it good. Won. He d- d- feels no need to uh, to chip you about losing his money because he'd be a winner for a change. No. Yes, and yeah, he wouldn't miss me if he uh, if he did want to chip anyone. So uh, anyway, that's a, a good result for uh, for Rob Heathcote and Jimmy Orman, who just keeps racking up winners. And not the only good result for uh, for Rob Heathcote over the weekend. Of course, he won uh, with the Emerald Kingdom in the first running of the. Archer up at Rockhampton who nailed uh, Apache Chase right on the line. I don't know if you saw that race, guys, but, gee, Apache Chase was home and hose and Emerald Kingdom just dropped out of nowhere and ran home over the top of it. What's the wheat looking like, Chris, with uh, the weather, the impending weather across southeast Queensland? Well, it doesn't look good. Uh, I know where I am at the moment. We've had a heap of rain. Uh, not so much down south. So Brisbane and the Gold Coast haven't copped too much as yet. We're racing at Doombin. On Saturday, of course, for the big uh, Group 1 Doombin 10,000 meeting. But I think uh, they're already looking at contingency plans because most of that rain, I think, is supposed to come uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and even later in the week. So, yeah, it remains to be seen. It's in the lap of the gods at the moment how much rain we get. So you can bet your life. If we do get a meeting on Saturday at Doombin, it's going to be run on a heavy track. Mm. I'm just thinking, was it last year, the year before, where the Doombin 10,000, was it was it postponed for a few days or a week or... COVID I think we have lost one in the last few recently. years. Oh, yeah. we lost we lost after COVID, that's for sure. But um, mm. I don't know the weather's supposed to be pretty good this time of year. Usually we've got those nice, beautiful, crisp days with sunshine. Yeah. But not this year. They're predicting it to be one of the wettest Mays on record. Sure are. Yes, and we'll know we'll hear more about that very soon. Chris Nelson uh, from Racing Queensland. Thanks for joining us, mate. And don't forget the uh, the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll talk to you later in the week, mate. Look forward to it, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, sure is. Uh, Sats, did you catch any of the Host Plus Cup on the weekend, Sats? The, uh, the... Queensland? Yeah, Capra's Rugby versus the Northern Pride. Um, Capra's going really well, based in Rockhampton. They've been always, for a lot of years there, they've really struggled to get players yep. to Rocky. I've seen the Cutters play a couple of times and yep. they went all right too. So, mm. so yeah, the Capra's beat uh, Northern Pride, which I, I listened to. Good comp. Yeah. Make sure you tune in if you get the uh, the chance. Um, now, a couple of things that are happening, Sats. Former Opals captain Jenna O'Hay has lifted the lid on what happened with Liz Cambridge's um, omission when she, or withdrawal from the Olympics last year, the Tokyo Olympics? Um, the allegations are that she racially vilified their, her Nigerian opponents. They had a warm-up match and 
Liz Cambridge allegedly said, "Go back to your third third world country." Yeah. And from there, it all uh, it all went downhill. I, th- I think Liz Cambridge just said, "Hey, the truth will come out," but um, I don't think she's denying it. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of her. Um, uh, even before this, she, she was reprimanded. She wasn't suspended or fined, but yeah, it certainly derailed their campaign. Yeah, when the World Cup was on as well, she didn't want to join the the um, the side as well, the Opals. So it's fair to say, and even Jenner O'Hay has said that she'll never play for Australia again. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame because she's a star. But Absolutely. Sometimes you, you know, well, no, I, I just always, think, you, have, you can't put the players ahead of the I team. just think her priorities are not. Uh, herself. Why, well, why we play sport is not her priority, I think. Mm. It's more about image and her playing for the LA and the WNBA, I think is another reason why she wants to be in LA where all the celebrities are. And Yeah. Maybe yeah, she's so. got. Up I'd hate to go to war. I wouldn't like to go to war with her. Put it that way. Nah, mm. nah. And uh, this is amazing. This uh, this story. This and there's a, there is an Aussie connection here. Uh, Rich Strike was an eighty to one long shot. In fact, even more if you'd uh, if you tried to back horses in the uh, the Kentucky Derby. This is the 148th running Kentucky Derby on Saturday. Uh, massive, massive race. Like the biggest uh, race in America. It's the Melbourne Cup of of the US. Uh, and pulled off a stunning upset victory. It's trained by Eric Lead. Uh, Eric Reed, ridden by Sonny Leon. Now the connection is it's, a, it's an Aussie guy that got this that uh, is, gets jockeys rides mm-hmm. over there, and he got Sonny Leon the ride on this rich strike. Um, only got a place in the field um, when this when Ethereal Road was scratched, as we heard before from um, Chris Nelson, and uh, and just powered through the field, ducking and weaving up the inside, and and won. Eighty to one over there. Yeah, well, that's what they were saying, but they, they, they were saying it actually on the tote that we got, you got more, and if you backed it here, it would have been 250 to 1. What? So one of the all-time longest what? shots in the Kentucky Derby. There'll be but, a movie made about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> rich strike. Well, someone struck it rich with that one, so good on them. Rightio, I think that's all we've got time for tonight, lads. Yeah, we better uh, we better hoik it out of here. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels, car of the year. That's fun as always. Catch you tomorrow Catch you later. Night. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.